Hey, Full Frontal listeners, you like making great money, right? Of course you do. Well, here's a really cool opportunity I have to share. Driving with Uber. Uber's that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. I take Uber a lot. I use it all the time. I love it. It's very convenient. And my drivers always have cool stories. I always have great conversations with them, and I love them very much. One day, maybe I'll fall in love with an Uber driver. I don't know. But anyway, try it out. Uh, Drive for Uber. It's amazing. Great money involved. Uh, You're basically your own boss, and um, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Um, so yeah, this episode of Full Frontal is brought to you by Uber. Check it out. Try driving with them. Guess what? It's time for Full Frontal. Oh my holy crap. Raw and personal. Is that funny? Come, come, give me kisses. Full Frontal with Alex Gaskar. Ah! And Jack Barricat. Fuck you! Yeah, shit! <laughs> I got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Salutations from Budapest, ladies and gentlemen. Here you have the sounds of traditional Hungarian music bringing you into this week's full frontal. And boy, are those sounds wondrous. Hey! Dude, that was awesome. That was a magical experience. We are everyone. in Budapest! Yeah, man. First Never time. been here before. This is cool. Yeah, it's nice. The city's gloomy today, but uh, it's, it's beautiful nonetheless. And uh, I'm excited. We're playing a fest. We're headlining a festival um, for the first time. That's right. For the whole country. So probably no one's coming. Uh, bad news for that festival. Uh, bad news for us. Bad news all around. Uh, it's gonna be a tough week, dude. We are traveling around the city today, exploring, and our faces are plastered everywhere. I know. There's posters. It's weird. There's a lot of posters. They've gone hard on the promo, which I, I like. Which might be a bad sign. <laughs> Anyone, please, please, please come, come to the-, the show for the love of God, dude. We uh, so me using our faces is not gonna help. Yeah, well, we're ugly boys. Speak for yourself. I'm, some damaged-looking children. I'm very fine. Who's that good? Who's that handsome hunk? Mm. I'm gonna go to that show. Don't even care what they sound like. Just want to see his hot face. <laughs> what you been? What you been doing? Uh, so me and Mac and Phil today went to a park, mm. and we uh for six euros, maybe less, really cheap here. Yeah, we rented uh, an electric car. And, I saw the picture and drove around a park. I will say, though, for six euros, I mean, that car looked like it cost six euros to make. Oh, it did. So it wasn't exactly a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was an electric car. It was a, uh, there's it was plenty like a of, car. There's plenty like of a, sweet electric cars like out there. Golf, Teslas are electric cars. Yeah, it was a golf cart, but it was shape, shaped like an old school like Rolls Royce. Yeah. Which is cool. It was tiny, though. Uh, little guy. So we drove it around. We got some beers, and I don't really know the rules about you know drinking and riding in a park Probably on a, an electric car. Probably. But... um. Safe to say. So we were riding around the park. Max not uh, drinking because he's driving, but me and Phil are drinking heavily. And uh, we're just drinking casually, and then we hear (laughs) sirens, and we're like, oh, shit. So we think it's for us. So we just chug these (laughs) massive beers, and I just like chuck them off the cart, and we just start bolting, like rolling. And then the cops, and those things can't move fast. Those don't either, move fast. So there's no way you guys were escaping. But then, uh, yep, the, the the cop just flew right by us. And we're like, oh, that wasn't for us. Uh, <laughs> you and, know, you but know. Also, you're... the cans of beers are just right by the cart on the ground, so it was pretty. <laughs> I just imagine you guys like really slowly crawling away from the beer, like, nope, not ours. Nothing That's, to see here. Yeah, it sounds exciting, but it was actually pretty slow. <laughs> the slowest car chase in, in the world. Yeah. Uh, I went out. I was walking around with Ryan, and uh, on our on our way back. Um, we were sightseeing and stuff. On our way back, Ryan got propositioned by a very large old gypsy woman uh, for sex. Oh, what'd she say? Yeah, she walked up to him and she goes, she, she said something in this Hungarian. This is the second week, by the way, that we're talking about getting... P- There's a lot of propositions. A lot <laughs> yeah. of propositions here in Europe. But uh, so she starts, you know, saying something in Hungarian. And Ryan's like, I'm sorry, I don't... I, that was my Hungarian impression. Good. Uh, Ryan's like, I don't know what you're saying. And she just goes... I love you. <laughs> Makes a little kissy face at him. And uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan obviously went with it. And yeah. they are now happily married. And I love you. I love you. Mm. Um, That's all it takes? And she was, yeah, she was just like this, this weird little old gypsy woman. Ryan fans have been doing it wrong all these years. That's all it takes. You just got to walk up to him and just go, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, I know that gets me every time. Mm. We, had a, we had a 14-hour flight from Japan to here yesterday. 14 hours and it was the the most brutal thing I've ever seen and at one point in the flight I got up to uh to go and stretch my legs I guess and I walked to the back of the plane and um our guitar tech Kyle and 
uh, Tom Falcone, who was out taking pictures and doing social media content for us, um, was the most drunk I have ever seen a person on a plane, I think. <laughs> I've never seen a more hammered yeah. person on Phil a flight. Phil said there was a woman sitting between them, and she was so pissed that she actually left mid-flight and just started standing as opposed to sitting yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> which is insane for only a fourteen-hour. I flight. get back there, Tom's yelling, screaming at <laughs> screaming at Japanese people. Um, <laughs> he spilled his wine on some stranger. I'm. I was like, next time I come back here, you're gonna be zip tied to the fucking chair, without a doubt. That's awesome. I'm getting drunk on a plane. Buying drinks for everybody but the pilot. It's a party. Got the seven thirty seven rocking like a Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Uh, wonderful news this week. A lot of good stuff happening. Uh, a mini driver who smashed into the back of a van in Sirenchester, England, was pleasuring herself with a sex toy. It was later found out. Uh, the woman who, said to, who was said to be in her 30s was spotted on a video holding a rampant rabbit-like sex toy. Like, that's the, the little curvy one. Oh, I know. Um, I yeah, know. I own several. Uh, and buttoning up her pants after hitting the back of a stationary fish van. Oh, man. Ugh. That's no good. Of all the vans to hit. Uh, she had been stuck in static traffic in Gloucestershire. Uh, when her vehicle lurched forward into the back of the M&J seafood van in front. But it was only when the firm's management went to check footage on their vehicle's rear camera that they realized what was going on. Uh, a source is reported as saying, the van driver was called into the office and feared he was getting the sack. He'd been on his first shift after looking for work for ages. The bosses told him it wasn't his fault and then said, have you seen this? Yeah, she was going yeah. at it. Do you say her name is Minnie Driver? No, that's an actress. She was driving a Mini, though. Oh, I was like, that's hilarious, Minnie. Good for you. Mini driver <laughs> sm- was masturbating. Yeah. It says a mini story. driver, so I'm just like, wait a minute. Wait a tech. You think that's her real name, Jack? Mini driver? Yeah. The actress? Yeah. You yeah. Think that's her real name? No. Me neither. Is it? No. What is it? I don't know. Just, but there's it? no way. If you could pick all fucking names in the world, why would you pick that? Uh, what is it? I want it. What do we got? Uh, Amelia Fiona J. Driver. Oh, so she is a driver. That's not bad. She's an Amelia driver. Why would you go by Mini Driver? It's so weird. Because it's, uh, it's just a great celebrity name. She's cute. You ever whacked off in a carjack? Not, not during a carjacking, but like, have you ever whacked <laughs> off in a car? Give your fucking car. car. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets me hot anymore. Yeah. Yeah, um, steal it. Ugh, the guy I just ran up. away. No, come back. I mean, if you ever want to carjack me, just run up jerking off. I'd probably get out and give it to you. You've earned it. Um, Back to the original question. Uh, I'm avoiding it at all costs. Have you ever masturbated in a car? Um, Better question. When we were touring in a van, yeah. did you ever whack off while driving the van while we were all sleeping? In the uh, back of the van? I didn't, but someone else in the van did. Dude, I don't think I ever jerked off in the van. No, I did. Not when I was moving, though. Um, jerked off in a car. Uh, possibly when it's not moving. Not when it's not when you I'm weren't driving. driving and jacking. No, no, I'm not a drive jacker. No. That's dangerous, clearly. Yeah. It's not something you should do. Guys, remember, safety first. And girls, too. This is a girl. I know. I know. I'm saying. I meant guys in, like, the biblical sense. Like, oh, okay. all, all, the, all, <laughs> of God's, all of God's guys. Yeah. Um, mm, God's guys. Coming out <laughs> coming this fall. To the, coming to an adult <laughs> theater near you. Veronica Brown, the mother of a 16-year-old Andrea Brown, has reportedly filed a lawsuit against Netflix after claiming that a Netflix and chill session... A Netflix and chill session? Dude, I honestly... I'm out of the loop. What's a Netflix and chill session? It's first my of first all? time hearing this. What is a Netflix and chill session, guys? Ryan is telling us that... Um, what is it? Ryan, what is it? According to Urban Dictionary, Netflix and chill... It means that you were going to go over oh. to your partner's house and fuck with Netflix in the background. Oh, yeah. So like what we used to do before Sports Netflix. Center. So yeah. like like you would p- put a movie on and finger bang. I put on the Limbiscuit. I put on Limbiscuit's significant other and turn all my black lights my on. My go-to my go-to <laughs> was Homeward Bound. Oh. That was a good movie to get down to. Nothing gets me wet like <laughs> Jesus, wet? Yeah. Moist? Okay. Hashtag moist? Hashtag moist. Um, anyway, the, this Netflix and chill session uh, is to blame for her daughter's pregnancy. Man, that makes me feel old that we didn't know what that was. That's, Dude, like, I don't that's fucking, what the kids are calling it these days. I don't days. fucking know what anything is anymore. No, I'm out of the loop. Like People are apparently saying this new thing, YOLO. Like, What does that even mean? Something. 16-year-old Andrea Brown is now pregnant. Pregnant. Pregnant <laughs> after falling victim to a Netflix what, and chill day. What's this new term, pregnant? Pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> Uh, her mother is suing Netflix for 50 grand, claiming that the teenagers like her daughter are extremely prone to sexual intercourse when watching Netflix. And because of that, Netflix must be to blame for the pregnancy. Huh. 
The quote is, it happened like you thought it did, said Andrea. First, we were just watching a movie in, on Netflix, then all of a sudden, there was a penis in my mouth. What? She did not say this. What? Nah. uh From there, we had sex, and he didn't pull it out. It's like Netflix intentionally makes their movies boring so that one can fall. This is stupid. This isn't real. Uh, that's why my mom's suing, finished Andrea. <laughs> Netflix has not yet responded to the lawsuit, but are expected to within the next few days. Uh, research has shown that 73% of Netflix and chill dates... This is all bullshit! This is not real! Uh, 73% of Netflix and chill dates lead to sexual intercourse, while 12% of Hulu and Netflix... Or Hulu and chill dates lead to... No. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. These, uh, these, this news is fake. Yeah, but let's pretend like it's real. because Are we getting fucking- our news from The Onion now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's here? pretend like this is real because our story because these stories are fucking awesome. I mean, it's great, but it's dumb and made up. I want to have a Netflix and chill date. I think I would love to have a Netflix. I've had so many Netflix and chill dates with myself on the, tour. The problem is you can't use Netflix in Europe. So, well, you can, but not in Budapest. The amount of the amount of times I've jerked off to Five Goes West and uh, <laughs> <Ew>. Blade Runner. <laughs> those are the two movies that the only two movies that the, that Netflix recommends for me. Hey, I've know. never seen either of those movies. Both phenomenal classics. Great. So I don't know why you're missing. You're missing out, bro. You give it. You gave it five blades. I give it five jerks out of five. Uh, an Australian couple awoke shortly before two a.m. last Monday to discover a naked stranger snoozing alongside them in bed. The Daily Telegraph reports. Katie and Chris of uh, Marubra believe that the uninvited twenty-five-year-old visitor entered through a window left open for their cat. Chris is on one side, I'm in the middle, and then the stranger was on the other end, Katie told reporters. She added that she could feel heat from the intruder's body. Chris managed to persuade the intruder to leave while Katie called police. The suspect came back, though, and tried to enter through another window in the house. That's when police arrived. Responding authorities took the unidentified suspect to Prince of Wales Hospital for treatment of drug-related health issues. Wait, the police didn't arrive or didn't come until he tried to come in again? Well, he always comes first. Right. That's part of his policy. Yeah, it says the police decided, the police came after he, he entered again. That's so nice of the police to always come after. Yeah. You know? They're cons- they, hey. think, they think about you first. They put you first. Now that this guy has left your house and he's broken in again, we're going to come help you. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'd be that bummed. Uh, if you woke Breaking up Breaking and entering or just a cool threesome. I don't know. Yeah, with a druggie. Just go with it. Why? You got any more where that came from? Yeah. Mr. Drug Man. Could be a drug fueled threesome, you know? That's Don't make the, this weird, Jack. I Just like agree kind of. with me. <laughs> I agree with you. Thank you. The internet is always around to fill the needs that you don't even know you have. For instance, have you ever thought to yourself, my coworker's a total dick. I wish I could let him know what a dick he's being. I say that every day. Fuck. Beat me to it. Uh, In the past, you would have had to work up the courage to confront him face to face and have a cathartic conversation with him about your relationship. Now, you can just go to You Dick and order a dick-shaped trophy to do your dirty work for you. (laughs) You Dick provides dick trophies in many different sizes, presumably to fit multiple budgets and the appropriate level of dickitude your coworker or friend has achieved. Uh, the trophies are metal and come in many different colors. The tr- of course, like in real life. Uh, the trophies look like awards you'd get for a performance in a porno. I know all about those. Oh, those Ooh, are, here's a picture. Those are wonderful. Those are nice. Those are really nice. Not, um, not very lifelike. The balls are a little comical for my... Well, to mine look like. My opinion. Um, question. Good, great the, dick, though. Beautiful these trophies dick. don't say anything on them, do they? Oh, maybe I th- even... It's probably like custom scribed in oh, lasers. Cool. I like that. Yeah. We should send someone to someone. Everyone we know. We should, you know what? Later in this season, we're going to do an episode of uh, Are You Smarter Than Jack? And if they beat you, we'll send them a dick trophy. Can I get one if I lose? No. Okay. I'm afraid not. A woman in Phoenix got a jolt from her Starbucks latte, and it wasn't because of the caffeine rush. Uh, Kim Dillon said she spit out a tiny legless lizard from her sugar-free espresso drink last week, an experience that still disturbs her to this day. It was so gross knowing it was in my mouth. She told ABC 15. I've heard that before. Yeah. Her husband, Brian, who said that to me multiple times, was even more grossed out. It was a lizard. Brian told the station, a little lizard that she drank. It went into her mouth. The couple uh, (laughs) put the reptile remains into a bag and took it to the coffee shop where employees uh, insisted that that was normal. There's a fucking picture. Oh, God. see it. Fuck. Yep. That's a, that's a legless lizard. Ew, dude. Why is it legless? Actually, it kind of looks, it doesn't look legless. It kind of looks like it has its arms folded. Like it's pissed. Why you swallow me, bro? Come on, man. Come on. 
Yo. I was trying to drink some coffee. Next thing I know, you put me in your mouth. Being chewed. It's rude. It's just, I'm just trying to get my coffee for the day. That's a weird one. I don't like stories. I don't like the stories on Full Frontal about people eating gross things or lizards. Why? It just it grosses me out a little bit. Dude, I was fine with it until I saw that fucking little thing. Well. And then I was like, what? Then the Geico lizard is just fucking dead on a plate covered in latte. He'll get you. He'll get you. You do a good uh, Geico impression. They said they were changing up the uh, the uh, pumpkin spice latte. To what? Lizard spice latte. Uh, Got him. Uh, <laughs> spooked you. Uh, Wait, they are actually changing it, though. No, I know. To what? I don't know. More pumpkin. Hmm. Lizard pumpkin. Lizard. <laughs> They say you should never mix business with pleasure, but one British entrepreneur has done exactly that with explosive results. Adam Lewis is the man behind the world's first guy braider. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board. Oh, fuck. Um, the next generation of sex toy for both men and women. Uh, and he may be also considered the world's best boss after employing a part-time orgasm engineer to help test his new range of products. Huh. Is this is the that US? sexual harassment? This can't be the, the U.S., right? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't look like it. His company, Hot Octopus, aroused <laughs> global interest last summer when they advised for the role of male sex toy tester. The job eventually went to one lucky Londoner, so it's in the UK, um, who was tasked with testing the company's male vibrator, Pulse. The idea for Pulse, described by Wired.co.uk, as a Darth Vader-style vibro helmet for penises. Of course. I Sign me up. I want to buy stock. <laughs> Uh, the idea came to Adam more than five years ago while he was, unsurprisingly, in bed. He said, I had this crazy idea to use vibrations to stimulate the guy rather than the age-old up-and-down motion. Yeah. And it's like a little, oh, it does look like a little, uh... A little helmet for your You know helmet. what it looks like? Not Darth Vader. It looks like the guys that run the Death Star cannon. Oh, of course. You know? Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about? The guy about? that had one fucking job and just blew it. Oh, no. They, they blew up Alderaan. Yeah. Alderaan is what they blew. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Anyway, dick vibrator, you think you'd do it? Uh, Can we, I wear it in the car? On the website here that I just happen to be on, it says they, uh, course, they have two different mark. kinds. The solo one and then also the duo one, which you can use while she's on top or in missionary position. The duo one? How would that work, though? Like the helmet would go up inside the person? Uh, it's a revolutionary toy for couples, extremely versatile. The Pulse 2 Duo can be used as a massager or as a fantastic hands-free addition to foreplay. It looks like it doesn't quite go so it's not for actual intercourse. It's for like pre... Uh, the pictures looks like the, the drawings, I should say. It looks outer like it's course. for intercourse. Inner, inner or outer. I'm fascinated by this. Uh, I need to, we're going to take a minute. I need to study some charts and some graphs and see what's going on with this thing. See if I can get one up in my life, up inside my body. Um, that's not how it works. We should get them to sponsor the show. Dick, uh, the, yeah. This episode is sponsored by... The Guy Braider. <laughs> right, will you send out some emails while we, while we take a break? Shake that dick. When we get back... We're going to take some more of your emails. We've been having a lot of fun doing that. Check out this song. We'll see you in a minute. You're listening to Full Frontal. Better when the headaches go away I gotta start across my forehead Turn 
thought buried You were the sounds of dust and cars Let me walk in circles You were excited to talk You got a car, you got a license, put them both to work for you and start earning serious life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Check it out. Oh, shit. Uh, welcome back to Full Frontal. Oh, okay. um, this is awkward. We're fascinated by these bisexual things, guys. Uh, and speaking of sexual things, we got a lot of great emails from you guys this week. Yeah, you guys are weird. A lot, a lot of weird stuff in here. Um, like I said before, I've been having a lot of fun... Uh, getting back into the emails with you guys. And um, there's just, there's, it's just, uh, I feel connected. I feel more connected to our listeners now. You know? I have always been connected with them, Alex. I didn't lose that. I disagree. <laughs> I feel as though you've been always distant. Yeah. Ever distant. It feels good to know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. And wearing. Let me get in your head. What are you wearing? Let me get inside of you. <laughs> you I want to get inside of our listeners. <laughs> Uh, the first email comes from Jay Miles, uh, and the subject line is my motherfucking classmate. And it says, Hey guys, I'm miles. I have a classmate at school. He's one of my closest friends. And then one day he started acting really weird, like so weird. One time he unclassed my bra during classes. So I had to go to the bathroom holding my bra up. I was fucking ashamed. Your friend sounds like a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, then one time he took a tampon from my bag and started waving it and yelling that it was mine. Yeah. Also sounds like a dickhead. Hmm. Um, and one time in math class, we were sitting next to each other when he suddenly put his hands on my, yep. Yep. Dickhead. Classic case of dickhead. Uh, I guess she says she got up, asked the professor if I could go to the bathroom and left and never come back. What the fuck should I do? You should stop being friends with this person. Report him. Yeah. Give a bad Yelp review. Yeah. Say no. Yeah. Why is this? This person sucks. Come on. Um, Yeah. No. I mean, look, I, I understand that it's a confusing time in high school. Things are happening to your body that you don't understand. Oh, I understand. And we as, we as guys are going through very impulsive moments, you know, like some, we just want to, we want to, we don't quite know how to act with girls a lot of the time. Still don't. Still don't. Don't quite know what we're doing. So I think sometimes, especially with girls who are friends in that kind of situation, it like the line kind of gets blurred of like, where is it okay to, to, to to wave your tampon in the air? Yeah. Um, but no, all of these things sound like he sounds like a douche. So just stop hanging out. If someone waved my tampon, I'd be fucking... I'd be furious. That's for my nosebleeds. Kim uh, has sent us an email, and it's in all caps, which always makes me pay more attention. That's not true. But this one uh, this one felt particularly interesting to me. It says, friends with benefits? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, she's 19 years old, and she says, hey, guys, I recently started talking to this guy, and he already asked me to be his girlfriend, when really all I want from him is friends with benefits kind of situation. Dope. Um, what do I do? How do I let him know easy? He's super sweet, by the way, so I can't be a complete ass about it like I normally would. How do I let him know easy? I just want to fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kim, I don't know this dude, but I would say that eight, eight <laughs> to nine times out of ten, the guy is not going to be that upset about that situation, especially because you guys sound like you're both young. What if you want something more, Alex? What well, if no, you want... Granted, not- granted, yeah. I said nine to 10 times out of 10, the guy's going to be okay he with doesn't it. Wanna, he doesn't want to Netflix and chill. He just wants to, yeah, to Netflix. He's looking, for, he's looking for like blockbuster popcorn, maybe cook a dinner. Yeah. Uh, I, my point is I don't think he's looking to propose yet. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm more of a dick in the popcorn kind of guy. Dick myself. in the popcorn guy? Yeah. I was a dick in the pizza kind of guy. Ow. Well, it's warm. Oh, yeah. 
I guess popcorn could be warm. I always burnt the popcorn. You got to watch out. The butter could be really hot. Look, it come out and burn you th- up to third degree burns. Um, but anyway, no, I, I, I don't think you, you should just talk to him. Lay it out. Be, be honest. Just be like, look, I'm not really in a place where I want to be in a relationship right now. However, I still want your penis in or, in or around. around my mouth. Yeah. Um, so I, something tells me he's going to be cool with it. Just make sure those, re- those kinds of relationships are very difficult. I will say that, like the kind of friends with benefits sort of situation because feelings sometimes do still get involved and then if you guys have an open-ended relationship, then sometimes... Jealousy comes out. Yeah, sometimes jealousy starts to become a factor if you're able to go out and hook up with other people still. So just be be honest, be open, and that's the best way to approach it. Don't don't get caught up in a weird web of like sort of relationship, sort of not. Don't lead this boy on and break his heart, all right? Yeah, but other than that, fuck his dick right off. This, uh, this email comes in from Oliver Kirk, who we spoke with last week. Hey, Ollie. Uh, he was the longtime listener, first-time emailer, uh, asking about his wedding. And we had a good time reading that email and, and just the fact that they're going to they're gonna dance to one of our songs. And uh, it was a whole sweet, it was a very nice story. Yeah, then you said you're going to fuck his, uh, <clears throat> his dad-in-law. No, his I pub. said when you're giving a groom speech, always mention the dad in a positive way. And then we decided that maybe the best way to do that would be to say, I'm fucking your daughter Oh, tonight. yeah. Not Tonight. Him. Not him. Right? Not him. Never, yeah. never say that. Got it. Not, I don't know. Sometimes. Um, anyway, he, he followed up and he said, uh, hey, Jack and Alex again. Thank you so much for giving me advice on my groom speech. Um, so I've got to talk about my grandma. Basically, uh, tell her my father-in-law. Got to talk about grandma. Basically, tell my father-in-law that I'm going to have sex with his daughter. Mm-hmm. I think I can do that. Um, it says, offer still open for the wedding. If you want to come do a full frontal episode, that would be amazing. Oh, um, remember, loads of Indian food and a free bar. I, we're going. Dude, I just want Indian food now. I'm thinking I know, this it. whole thing sounds amazing. Mm. Uh, if you can't make it, could I be cheeky and ask for a live acoustic version of Somewhere in Neverland for our first dance, please? Did we ever record that don't, acoustic? Don't be cheeky. Yeah, we oh, yeah, we so did record cheap. that. We did. Yeah. Let's send it. He wants it live. Oh, he wants it live. Oh. Well, if we come to the wedding, I guess if there's... If the Indian food doesn't throw off my singing voice, I will do my best. If I'm not full of papadums. Ollie, pop- thanks for following up, man. Papadums. Papadums. And congratulations, Ollie. We're very excited for you and your soon-to-be wife and your grandma and your dad-in-law. Um, Kristen Kirsten sorry. I guess I shouldn't say her last name. Kirsten. Um, we'll, blip it, we'll blip it out. Uh, she says, Dear Jack and Alex, um, this is mostly for Alex. Sorry, Jack. My name is Kirsten. It's pronounced Kirsten. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Because you probably said it wrong. Uh, well, you're not wrong. Uh, I've started listening to the podcast for a while now. You've started listening for a while now? Really? <laughs> and by a while, I mean the beginning of July. Well, that's good. It's a, you know, they're still out there. You Where the hell have you been? Just a friendly reminder, Kirsten. If you're behind, you can go right on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, and catch up with older episodes. Um, she goes on to say she couldn't help but notice my obsession with outer space stuff. Okay, gonna drop the strap mic, in, away. boys. Strap in, Jack. If you want to take a bathroom break, that's fine. Gonna pass this to Jeff. Just gonna uh, here we go. I'm just gonna eat some papadums. Uh, it's okay because I'm also obsessed with spas. Um, if I didn't utterly suck at physics, I might have thought of being an astronaut. Well. Now, now there's like a tourism thing. There's a tourism factor. You're going to get there. Uh, anyway, I have a space question for you, Alex. What do you think happens inside a black hole? <laughs> I'll show you. Do we go back in time like in Star, Star Trek? <laughs> or can we alter the space-time continuum like during Interstellar? Well, Kirsten. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Or do we float around in the black abyss of nothingness? I don't know. You get crushed. You get crushed to death. It's the most dense thing in the universe. But we don't know. Yes, of course we know. No, how do you know? I mean, well, you're you not going to go. You're not going. You wouldn't survive it. Theory. You would not so. survive it. Otherwise, or you would get frozen in time. That's the other popular theory that you would just get stuck because it's sometimes you reach. Did it, you say you, frozen? You pass the event let horizon. It go, let it go. Jack, I thought you were going to the bathroom, man. Well, sorry, you said frozen. Can you not interrupt this part? I'm having. This is the one part of the show that I love. You said frozen. I don't care. Let it go. Let it go. What are the words? That's it. That's the whole song. Anyway, uh, it's not like an interstellar because that, that was something put there by aliens or whatever. Matthew McConaughey. No, it was put there by us in the future. It was a time, right. a time loop. Right, a time, time loop. I haven't seen it. Oh, Spoiler God. alert. Well, sorry. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, it came out like last year, so catch the fuck up. It's on Delta Media as well if you, you want to watch it on the could next flight. Netflix and chill it with, 
with uh, that gypsy woman that you met. Uh, then you can get, put it in their black hole. All right, that's it for me. Hey, Jeff got a good one in. Um, here's another one. Hannah uh, asks, are nipples like erections for girls? What? Uh, are yeah, nipples yes. like erections for girls? Yes. She says, hi, I'm Hannah, and I was wondering something. Uh, it's 1 a.m., and I can't fall asleep, so I'm thinking that nipples are kind of like boners because they get hard, and white liquid comes out of them sometimes. Ew! Hannah, Ew! Hannah, that's milk for, for babies. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I thought I would ask you to instead of Googling it. I want to get milk. Wrong decision. <laughs> Wrong decision. Um, anyway... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she says because girls don't have dicks because girls don't have dicks uh, you don't know that oh my gosh you can't, you can't <laughs> this one's so annoying <laughs> uh, yes the yes Our nipples are like erections for girls and when guys get erect nipples that's also an erection for double girls. dicks double erection alright science um, Claire don't suck your best friend's dick why uh, hello, I'm Claire, and I'm 18 from Chicago area. Um, as I was listening to this week's episode of Full Frontal, so I guess she's talking about last week's, I couldn't help but cringe, and my best friend asked me to suck his dick email. Yeah, that happened last week. It was weird. Um, here's why you should listen to Jack and Alex and not do that. So, in efforts to try and get over someone, I started banging my best friend, who liked me for a very long time. Smart. He, he was sweet. Well, maybe not. He was sweet and presumably a nice dude, since we were very good friends for a long time. But after I asked his D which happened after we effed a few times for whatever reason. <laughs> he dropped me from his life and didn't want to be friends anymore because he figured out he didn't really like me as a person, quote unquote. <laughs> Basically, he was friends with me because I'm hot and not for her personality and good sarcasm. So don't suck your best friend's dick. If you, if you were thinking about not taking our advice last week, wasn't she already fucking the best friend? And then yeah, but I think she just means in general, don't get into like the sexy times with the person. If I can't f- suck my friend's dick, what am I going to do with him? Well, you can Netflix and chill. Uh. Gina would like to know, what's the perfect hangover cure? I'm going to end it with this one, I think, because this will be a good life lesson for all you kids out there, because God knows Jack and I have dealt with a lot of hangovers. I'm not really a drinker. I just play one on oh, TV. Man. But um... You have made that joke. <laughs> I would like to point out, you have made that joke in some form or another the past four or five episodes. I know. I can't wait to keep it going. Yeah. You're on a, you're on a real hot streak with that one, buddy. Um, I'm currently experiencing the worst hangover in my life, Gina says. Uh, and I was thinking, you know who drinks a lot? Jack and Alex. Well, by the time she gets this response, it's going to be like two a weeks week later. later. <laughs> She's still hungover. Yeah. Uh, they probably have a lot of hangover cures. So what are some of your go-tos? Um, uh, first things first. Like, when I'm feeling like shit again. Huh? First things first. Yeah. You have to orgasm. Seriously. Okay. You definitely have to. That's like a game changer because, because orgasms are uh, one of the strongest painkillers for your body possible. Stronger than aspirin. True story. Well, because of the endorphins that yeah. are released? Yeah. Mm. So as soon as I wake up, I masturbate. Dopamine. What is it released? Dopamine. Can we Google this? Dopamine, uh, something else, and something else. There's like three. Adrenaline. And there's one other. Yeah, it's an orgasm. Yeah, it's, it's so a, yeah. You know, whatever it's the that science means. of orgasms. I want to. I want to get to the bottom of this. Anyway, what's what's? Oh your yeah. Next? So first Come things back. first. Wake up, masturbate immediately. Uh, you have five minutes. See, to do I that. don't know that I would have the. I don't know that I would have the capability to wake up hungover and feeling like shit and then rub one out. You know. Well, it's not that. I mean, there's not that much you have to do. You just kind of. Move but it's so much effort. Like it's, no, it's not that much. What are you doing when you masturbate? Oh, it's my. It's, I like, like I like candles, cartwheels, and shit. I like candles. I have to. Um, I have to strap my legs up to uh, the walls, and I have to ch- put a chain. Uh, <laughs> I have to put on a Barry White record. There's a lot of walking around and get preparing. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Heat up, heat up the oils. All right. So I always masturbate, and then I usually go get some some sort of cheeseburger item. Tell me, you wash your hands first. Before uh, before masturbating? Yeah, of course. Of course. Not after. I don't want to get anything on my... Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so masturbate, cheeseburger, and right back into drinking, usually. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's what we can surmise from this for people who aren't Jack. I would say good a good dosage of, of some chemicals that your body needs. So whether that's from masturbating or... From Percocet. Taking an Advil, for example, maybe... Uh, 
A coffee sometimes helps, a little bit of caffeine, and salt. One of the things your body needs when you're hungover is salt, which is why people always say, eat like a big eat greasy, eat a big greasy breakfast, salt yourself. Just eat a big handful of salt, you're going to love it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, another good one, and it sucks to do, but uh, some people like exercise, but I mean, uh, that could be masturbating though. Yeah, kill a if straight. You, like, like you, if you masturbate as ferociously yeah. as I do, it's more of like a workout. For sure. And then you like you build up a sweat. Uh, do you know what actually releases the same endorphins as masturbating? True story. Uh, killing a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have yet to try that it's, one. It's exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. Thank you. What kind of drug is that? It's what the, is that? It's the thing that your body releases when you whack. And when off. you kill. And when you kill. Yeah. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> this whole fucking show is falling apart now. <laughs> um, oh, you masturbate, you kill a stranger, you get a cheeseburger. Perfect. Uh, she says, P.S. My friends and I are coming to your concert in Indianapolis, and no one ever comes here because it's boring as fuck. So we're really excited. I like Indianapolis. I do too. We'll see you there, Gina, if that is your real name. And good luck. Um, I'm not sure if we really actually got to the bottom of anything with that answer, but, um, you know, I'm sure by the time you're hearing this, your hangover will be gone. So technically, we cured you. You know what's weird? Apart from killing a human being, there's also another uh, cure that I've been using lately. Um, Can't not, be as fun though. Probably not. I'm not as. I'm not going to shout them out yet because I, I want them to give me a shit ton of free patches if I do. Yeah. But there's these weird little um, these little patches that you can stick on before you start drinking, and um, they are filled with like a ton of vitamins and minerals and uh, mm-hmm. everything the body needs for a good time, and it, it like preps your body for uh, a drunk night. That's and cool. it, it, it works. It, yeah, it's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Does it uh, does it work as well as masturbating? No, dude, have you not? But done- a good patch and a whack. Have you not masturbated when you're hungover? I don't know. Maybe, probably. But like, I'm telling you, it's fucking life changing. I, yeah. yeah, it is. Okay, take a masturbator's word for it. We're all masturbators, Jack. We're all masturbators. <laughs> If you want to check out the patches, I am going to shout them out. Fuck it. I want your lives to improve. Uh, they're called Bytox, um, and they're, I swear by them. Bytox. B-Y-T-O-X, and I'm not getting paid to say that. I just genuinely love them, and hopefully they send me some for free <laughs> because of me talking about this. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, what do we have? Fun facts? We can do whatever. Do you, re- movie reviews? Yeah. Should we talk about another movie? Movie reviews. The sun burned out today Tomorrow's just another day So far away When everything's so cold and gray Awake in a daze Turn this heat to change my face
Welcome back to Full Frontal. Uh, we got a couple movie reviews, movie suge- more like suggestions, I guess, to throw your way, because what the fuck do we know? Um, but Jack recently watched a couple. You've been on like a documentary kick. I never watch documentaries. I actually am not a documentary guy. No? But, I didn't uh, know that about you. Someone got me into, uh, I think it was Zach Merrick. He got me into the Chris Farley documentary. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people have been Farley. up on that lately. Um, I thought it'd be really sad, but it was actually really more of a tribute and it was everyone having like good stories about him and like positive it was also positive it was really cool it was like adam sandler mike myers david spade all that's the that's yeah. the raddest thing about chris farley i think is that every single person that was in the cast or around the cast of that generation of snl was so fond of that dude yeah like, i even, haven't heard a bad story about the guy you know what i mean like despite the fact that he clearly had a fairly troubled life yeah um he seemed like he was like a, a genuinely funny as shit person which is when you're a comedian it's good to be funny as shit yeah but it's actually crazy because you definitely get the vibe that they were all jealous of how natural he was at what he did and how mm. every time he was on like an episode or a skit he was the only thing that people cared about in that skit yeah you know what i mean like they weren't they weren't angry but they were just you could tell they were like when you're watching the skits like they were just like Let's just watch Chris do his thing. Yeah, they're all just. I love all the throw footage to like people just losing it. Yeah, mid like mid act. Like they just like stop at one point, stop saying their lines, or just take them their lines really seriously because they can't even compete with how ridiculous he is. The best part is uh, that he when they when like the other people are fucking up because of him, he just keeps going with it. Like, yeah, he yeah. amps it up more and more and more, so it just spirals out of control. But apparently, like he like didn't realize how like he never really appreciated how good he was. He'd like get off and be like. I don't know, man. Was that any good? Like, blah, blah. And everyone was just like, dude, like, fuck. Like, you're so fucking, you're it's genius. So, it's one of those, it's one of those, like, tragic situations where it's just, yeah, he was such a talented, funny person, but, yeah, yeah, came to a, came to a very sad conclusion. But anyway, check that documentary out because it's, it's really, really good. And, um, we give it five laughs. Everyone five. is a, everyone is a Chris Farley fan. Did you know he was going to be the original voice of Shrek? I did. That footage, I, I think it might have been like a little viral thing like around the movie but yeah they they released that chris farley doing shrek's voice footage and that was pretty cool yeah it's interesting to see and it's crazy to think because him and mike myers were so close mike myers is a big part of the documentary right and uh it's wild almost makes you wonder if like dude af- after he passed if if mike myers was like you know uh, sort of was part of that camp already yeah yeah but uh i gotta tell the story it's it's, it's from the uh documentary but uh, it's not a spoiler alert. It's just a cool story. Mike Myers tells this um, this thing where he, after every SNL, he would go back to his dressing room and take a shower. And it's probably good because he got pretty sweaty. And he said show. it would happen. It would happen. He would do it once a week, but always forget that this was going to happen. So he'd get in the shower, and halfway through, his curtain would get ripped open, and my. Uh, and Chris probably would be there ass naked with a mangina just going, Mike, I love you! And get in the shower and just start like trying to kiss it. Like, why won't you kiss me, Mike? Uh, uh, see, that's, that's, what I, yeah. that's what I like to imagine my Chris Farley has all the time. Dude. Just constantly fucking with people. <laughs> and then Mike Myers literally forgot about it every week and then it would totally happen again every <laughs> week. That's amazing. So um, it's not exactly a movie, but uh, you just mentioned... Uh, that that HB was it HBO Showtime yeah, H- HBO, HBO uh, one time episode mockumentary called Seven Days in Hell yeah with Adam, Andy Samberg and uh, Jon Snow from Game yeah, of Thrones yeah 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 and it was like <laughs> it's uh what it, it's basically the premise is uh it's them at what the U S Open it's basically uh Andy Samberg is an ex ex one of the top tennis players of all time yeah and then ended up I think yeah he went to prison and stuff and comes back <laughs> and uh. And they end up having a, a tennis match that goes on for seven days, and it's just ridiculous. Right? Like, it's, it's like loosely insane. it's loosely based on that that um, the, the famous two the famous two day yeah. match. But dude, it's so out of control though, and the casting is perfect. And Jon Snow's character in it, I don't know his name. He's sort of the normal guy, right? Yeah. And then then Samberg, Samberg is like the, ridiculous. the joke. Yeah. Oh man, dude, it's fucking. I I didn't. I, I haven't seen it yet, and I I meant to watch it. Yeah. But I um. 
someone was watching in the background when I was doing a writing session and I looked up at the TV and at one point it's just Andy Samberg fucking a chick on a tennis court. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, and then, no, and then he's fucking a dude. Then he fucks a right? dude. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, I just watched that and I think at first I thought that they were watching a real tennis match yeah. on the TV. Oh. And so like midway through the session, I glance over and just see this dude going at it with another dude on a tennis court. By and, the way, uh, which the is whole, the whole, you, yeah, the whole backstory of Andy Samberg in it is uh it's a reverse blindside because he's uh Venus and and uh, Serena's brother and he was he was homeless and they found him yes and yeah it's like they call it a reverse blindside <laughs> so yeah check that out too not exactly a movie but i'm sure it's out somewhere probably on hbo or some some website out there that you can download it not so legally um but don't do that that would be illegal yeah it's 5 out of 5 tennis balls on that one and even more balls in the scene where he's fucking a guy. Yeah. Um, when we get back after this break, we're going to do fun facts, music news, uh, more, to, more to come. full frontal hey thank you for staying tuned this week uh the episode's not great you know this one two two out of five fingers um <laughs> we have fun facts though two out of five fingers is all you need oh boy uh a week in the a week a woman in the uk in 2005 delivered twins with two different fathers a chance in one in thirteen thousand cases that's that seems like it should be a bigger probability or smaller yeah. Smaller. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know how that works. I don't know enough about um, sex or babies or U- UK women to refute well, it. We'll ask my dad. Um, can we get him on the phone? <laughs> can we interview him next week? No. Oh, come on. That'd be great. <laughs> yes. Can we please Jeez. interview him? 
Jesus. He would love it. He doesn't even know I have a. I do a podcast. And he probably He'd never like, should. What the fuck is this? Uh, you are not my son. Uh, scientists concluded that the chicken came first, not the egg. Um, mm-hmm. Because the protein... Because the protein that makes the eggshells is only produced by hens. I don't understand, but okay. I don't really get it either, but you know, science, it's facts. Ryan, your socks on backwards. Inside out. Doofus. That's a fun fact for you. Yeah. (laughs) Take that fact. That's supposed to be on the inside. That's the, that's the, uh, cause it was, cause it's the no slip. It's the no slip strip. Yeah. It goes against your ankle and it keeps you, your socks from slipping off the back of your ankle. I thought it kept my shoe from. No, that'll no, make your shoe pull the sock down. Yeah. See, you can even see the Dummy. linings. All right, guys. Wonder why your socks been slipping all day, you dangus. Let's take this off real quick. Get right. it. Fix it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> Throws a sock across the room. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, puppy pregnancy syndrome is an illness where the sufferer believes they are pregnant with puppies after being bitten by a dog. <laughs> that. That is some shit. Yeah, I've been there, dude. That is, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all. Been, I had like a weird steak one day from uh, Outback Steakhouse, and I was convinced that I was full of snakes. Yeah, um, you might have been actually. Yeah, the world's largest jellyfish, the lion's mane, is no is is longer. Oh wow, is longer than a blue whale. Oh, that's pretty long. That's delicious. In Japan, some women pay to make their teeth crooked. What? Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. It makes me think immediately of like the the scene in uh, Sleepy Hollow with fucking Christopher Walken as the headless horseman filed his teeth into spikes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have that done. Do they actually do that to him though in real life? File their teeth into spikes. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's a fun fact. It's got to be real. Yeah. A study shows that Americans are willing to pay 11 to 13 percent more for their coffee if it comes with something drawn in the foam. Right. Yeah, you right. would do it. Yeah. We got a yes. We got a yes. Oh, it's a very difficult process. So you j- tend to think that they know what they're doing, right? If they can do latte art, my my one barista, Greg, Gregory, uh, as I call him, always he <laughs> that's always, not his name though, but that's just what I call he, him. He always draws a giant veiny cock in my latte <laughs> every morning. Yeah, and I, I sort of I can't figure out if he's coming on to me or if I'm, you know, just excited to be getting coffee. Yeah, it's called latte art. What? Latte art. Oh, latte art. Latte art? I just made that up. (laughs) Jeff, get the fuck out of here with your non-facts. See? This is why the news is all fake. Because you're coming in here with your opinions. Getting your opinions involved. We're supposed to... We're trying to do unbiased reporting. This is a very serious news show. Oh, my God! There's a latte with a dick, and it's coming everywhere. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, someone's done it. Greg. Gregory. I knew you'd be out there doing that. Doing your thing. What did you search for that? Dick latte. We got an episode name, guys. Dick Latte. Dick Latte. Uh, a baboon named Jack, hey, Hi. worked as a railroad, railroad signalman for nine years in South Africa <laughs> and never, never made a mistake. What? <laughs> he probably had like one action. It's how he like wasn't even at like the part where the tracks change. He was just at one track going, go that way. And the train's like, okay. Like, how do you, you can't fuck that up. That's pretty hilarious. We should get you a job doing that. I feel like. I don't think I could handle it, honestly. <laughs> you would fuck it up. You don't want to put the me... The baboon would be like, Jack, you had one job. Yeah. And you blew it. You don't want to put me in, in charge of people's lives again. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, you're, uh, you're, you're giving Jack the baboon a bad name. Move on. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, with no acting experience, met a producer at a bar at 3.30 in the morning. The producer asked him to come down to set at 9.30 that morning. In six hours, his career was launched with Days and Confused. Holy shit. Yeah. Time, time. That is time fucking is a flat circle. Uh, I haven't always been driving supers, but uh, the super tastes great. I'd like to thank you all for the Academy Award. Seven seconds later, and I'm going to be drinking with some of my friends back at the casino. That's a terrible McConaughey impression. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, there was a Roman emperor named uh, Pupinus. Oh, <laughs> pronounced Poopy Anus. <laughs> Poopy Anus. Jophilia, bro. Poop, it's probably, yeah, Poopy Anus. Poopy Anus. <laughs> Poopy Pipiopi. <laughs> um, in music news this week, Blink-182 will be heading into the studio to 
quote unquote, continue writing songs in the next few days. Woo! As Mark Hoppus has written on Facebook, it might it may take some time, but it begins now. So that's very exciting. Nice. I'm excited for that. I love you, and that we, that is obviously with uh, Matt Skiba. Yeah. As well as the, the, as the new member of of, <laughs> of all time low of Blink 182. Um, you wish. I'm I'm fucking psyched for that. I'm I'm a huge Alkaline Trio fan. So yeah, uh, the trio, bro. Yeah, it's a new trio. Yeah, a new Blinky trio. Tonight Alive are in the mixing process for their third album. They just recently finished it up with David Bendith, who is a good friend of ours. We've worked with him in the past. I have no doubt that that record's going to kick ass. Um, Billboard is reporting that The Offspring have reacquired the rights to their Columbia Records albums and are auctioning off the rights. I'm going to buy them. Dude, it's like they're auctioning it off for like $30 million. It's insane. I can't afford that. It's a ridiculous <laughs> number. Knuckle Puck have announced a fall tour with support, from, uh, with support to come from Seaway, Sorority Noise, and Head North. Hmm. Uh, Stevie Wonder performed three surprise shows on August 17th in D.C., Philadelphia, and New York. Um, Oakley Doakley, the world's first dead <laughs> Flanders-themed metal band, yes. have confirmed that they are working on songs inspired by the Simpsons character and told fans what to expect from their first live show next month. Oh, my God. Oakley Doakley. Well, want to go to that. Um, and then finally... Apple has announced the first acts for the inaugural Apple Music Festival, a relaunched version of its long-running iTunes Festival in London. The Apple Music Festival will take place over 10 nights from September 19th to the 28th at London's Roundhouse. Um, confirmed are the first set of headliners, Pharrell Williams, One Direction, Florence and the Machine, and Disclosure. More acts will be announced shortly. One of our very good friends, and uh, he plays keyboards for Lindsey Sterling, who is the amazingly talented uh, violinist slash performer slash entertainer. Uh, he's been touring with her for a long time now, and he was recently diagnosed with uh, a rare, rare form, strange form of lymphoma, um, which we're all very uh, upset about. But he is doing amazing. He's fighting the shit out of that thing. Yes, um, very positive person. Yeah, yeah, the truly, honestly, one of the best people I know. Um, I. Uh, he has a GoFundMe set up and he is currently so bummed right now because he's supposed to be on tour. I think when he told me that he had cancer, the first thing he said was not even that he was bummed that he had cancer. It was bummed that he was going to have to miss shows. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of guy he is. Super positive, super driven, uh, amazing dude. And um, we wanted to use this opportunity to shout out his GoFundMe um, because obviously dealing with that kind of situation can be very um, expensive and horrible. And he has vowed to use whatever money is raised to not only go towards his treatment, but to also uh, contribute to a charity uh, that has to do with the form of lymphoma that he has. Uh, if you can spare any money um, or can raise awareness or anything, uh, visit the link. It's uh, a tinyurl.com slash wearegavi. So that's tinyurl.com slash wearegavi, W-E-A-R-E-G-A-V-I. Please go and do what you can to help out our buddy. He's an amazing, strong dude, and our thoughts are with him, and we love him, and we love you guys. Uh, that's been music news for this week. Guys, thank you so much for listening once again to Full Frontal. What have we learned this week? Jerking and driving, although not illegal, is not recommended as it will most likely lead to an accident. Two, the guybrator does not clean up your mess. Number three, while Jack prefers the tried and true dick in the popcorn method, I am more of a dick in the pizza type of guy. Number four, scientifically speaking, nipples are in fact boners made for girls, but sometimes I get nipple boners too. Five, a lovely morning orgasm is the best cure for pain and hangovers. And finally, number six, Chris Farley is the man. Ooh, good job. Thanks for tuning in to Full Frontal this week. We will see you with a fresh new episode next week. Uh, we're going to interview our good friend, Soupy, who has a new record coming out, and we're very excited about it. So we're going to talk to him about that and uh, probably wrestling as well, because that's all we ever talk about with him. Um, thanks for tuning in. We did a great job. Good job, Ooh. Jack. I love you. <laughs> So the, 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 it's like a helmet with a, it's like a, it's almost like a visor. See? It's like a tennis visor. Like the, it wraps around your penis, but you still have the ability to shoot yeah. through the top. So if you hold your, your, your hand in a hold, circle yep, yep. and then separate your thumb Should from the I rest of your hand. Should I get my dick out? To dev- well, I got mine. You can just look. Are we recording? It's like a taco. Yeah, we're back here. Oh, it's like a taco. All right. That makes taco. Sense. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. So there's still, you still have to account for the mess.
Yeah, it doesn't clean. It doesn't say it cleans the mess up. Right. We'll get in touch. We'll get in touch with Octopus. See, I'm looking. I'm looking for a male sex toy that not only pleasures but also um, cleans my cleans the mess for me. Well, we'll get on them. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna shoot him an email. I'm gonna shoot something else. You got me, Alex. What? I'll clean up. Mm. Are we? Are we going? <laughs>